five, four, three, two, one. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. Happy July, everybody. Can you imagine that we're more than halfway through the year? Where did the time go? Today is July 2nd, Monday, and as you know, every single Monday, I bring you another episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. Again, my name is Christian Brindle, and every single Monday, I talk about your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with your retirement. I hope everybody had a great weekend, and I hope everybody's ready for a good holiday this week um, in two days, the 4th of July, where we celebrate our country's independence. And while we'll still be celebrating, we will still be here at Christian Brindle Insurance Services. Today, I'm talking about Medicaid. And we talked a lot about Medicare in our episodes up until this point. But we need to talk about Medicaid today because I have a lot of clients and I've worked with a lot of people. And there's a lot, I know there's a lot of people that are impacted by this that have Medicare and Medicaid. Now, you know, recently I was working with somebody who had a very unique situation and it inspired me to make this episode, actually. I was recently working with somebody, and they will remain nameless, very, very nice lady, um, to where basically she had just Medicare Part B and Medicaid. This was a unique situation because she didn't have enough working credits for Medicare Part A. And for those of you who don't know, if you don't have enough working credits for Medicare Part A, you end up paying, depends on a lot of different variables, but you're probably looking at three, four, maybe even $500 a month premium. And so she just didn't elect to pick, to pick it up. What should someone do if they have Medicare and Medicaid? Well, in that lady's situation, just having Part B, she should do nothing. She has a Part D plan, a prescription plan, and the premium is completely paid by Medicaid. And for those of you who don't know, you can have a Medicare Part D plan through a private insurance company without having A and B. You can have either A or B, but you don't have to have both. If you have both, you can still get it too, but you have to have one or the other or both. The way Medicaid works with Medicare is really quite simple. Now, every state is different. So this information may or may not be accurate in your home state where you're listening. Because every state, Medicaid is, let's, let's first talk about what Medicaid is. Medicaid is a state-ran program. And every single state has their Medicaid ran a little differently. And so essentially, it might not be the same in every single state. Or for the most part, they're pretty similar, but they might vary a little bit here and there. But when someone has Medicare and Medicaid, well, in the past, we've talked about the Medicare Part A and B premiums, if there are any. Now, the Medicare Part A premium doesn't exist. You don't have one as long as you have the working credits, which is basically at least working 10 years of your life in the country. Most people have. So you don't have to worry about that regardless. But Medicare Part B does have a premium of 134 for most people. It can be higher if you're in a higher tax bracket. But essentially, when you have Medicaid, if you have a high enough level... Medicaid will end up paying that 134 for you. So it'll get paid. It's not that it doesn't 
get paid or it goes away, but Medicaid pays it for you. Medicaid is like a, a super subsidy. It's um, assistance from the state on the highest level. And when, when Medicare is involved, Medicaid really can work very strongly to help whoever has it. So if you qualify for it, it's something that you want to have. Okay. Now, Medicaid has some other interesting things that it does when it works with Medicare, and there are even programs out there that work for people that just have Medicare and Medicaid. They're specifically designed for them. We're going to talk about them and other things that Medicare and Medicaid do when they work together in our second segment, Stick With Me. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me. I'm Christian Brindle. I'm your host. I've been working with people in Medicare for years now. I grew up around this stuff. I was fortunate enough to have a father who did this type of work and worked with people in Medicare my entire life. And so I grew up around it. I'm 26 years old. I've been working with this stuff for many, many years now. I started at a very young age, and I started learning at a very young age, and it's kind of helped me really be have some insight where people sometimes that are in their 50s and 60s and 70s that claim to be Medicare experts don't know as much as I do. And I'm here to bring that knowledge to you every single Monday in the version of this podcast, and I couldn't think of a better way to reach as many people as possible. And I know... We've had a lot of people listen to the podcast and reach out to us to tell us that we've impacted their lives in a positive way. And we just really, really appreciate you listening. And if you walk away knowing something that can impact you to better get the most out of your Medicare and your entire situation in retirement that you didn't know before, then I'd say that's a win. Medicare and Medicaid is what we're talking about this week. Medicare and Medicaid. Medicaid basically, it, 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 it does a lot of things. It's a super subsidy. So it, it almost acts as like a secondary insurance, but it also subsidizes Medicare at the same time. So like I said in the last segment, Medicare has a Part B premium of $134 or whatever it is. Now, Medicaid, if you have it, if you have a high enough level, now there's different levels that affect how much they pay, but they will pay your Part B premium, but that's not all. Let's say you just have Medicare A and B exclusively. Well, they have their deductibles, co-pays, and out-of-pockets, but for the most part, they'll pay 80% of your bills, medical bills, and which leaves you with 20%. Medicaid comes in and pays that 20% depending on your level. Let's say you have a Medicare Advantage plan for no premium. Medicaid will pay the co-pays on it. Medicaid will pay, depending on your level, a lion's share of your prescription co-pays on your Medicare Advantage plan. Let's say you don't have a Medicare Advantage plan, though, and you don't even have a Part D plan. Well, Medicaid will automatically enroll you into a Part D plan without even your consent. It's not a bad thing because they'll enroll you into one that they'll pay everything on, every penny of the premium. And that way you have a prescription plan so you don't have any penalties. Um, and you don't have to pay for it. And they'll help subsidize your co-pays and things along that nature. I mean, basically, Medicaid will, depending on your level, if you have a high enough level, will help with your Medicare premiums, your Medicare Advantage premiums, 
your co-pays, your co-insurances, anything that you have that's out of pocket. Um, they'll help with prescription co-pays. In some instances, even in some states, Medicaid provides dental benefits where a lot of times Medicare, well, all the time, Medicare and a lot of times advantage, Medicare Advantage plans don't provide. Okay. So having Medicaid is a real good thing for people. Now, uh, there's another thing that people need to be aware of. When someone has Medicaid and Medicare, there are certain programs, and not all the states have these programs, but a lot of them do, at least have one or two of them. They have what's known as special needs plans, SMP plans. People in the insurance world call them SNP plans. And in my opinion, I think that's the first place to start when you have Medicare and Medicaid. I think that's the first thing you can, should consider as long as it works. Basically, folks, what a SNP plan does, an SMP plan, a special needs plan, they are programs that are designed like Medicare Advantage plans. So they're designed to take the place of your Medicare, but they're not just designed to work with Medicare. They're also designed to work with Medicaid. And you have to have Medicaid to qualify for them. And, and in most cases, you have to have a certain t level of Medicaid. But what they will do is they will basically give you, a lot of times, completely no out-of-pocket for prescriptions. You're not really looking at any out-of-pocket there. You have no out-of-pocket for medical, which isn't new. But they'll come with a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times they'll come with significant dental, vision, and hearing benefits. Um, a lot of times they'll come with a lot of extra benefits that Medicare Advantage plans just never have. And they're rich, talking about transportation benefits, talking about I've even seen special needs plans that will pay for wigs for people that are on chemotherapy. I mean, just an array of extra benefits. And for the most part, I mean, you really don't lose anything that you have with Medicare or a regular Medicare Advantage plan, just triple the benefits, if not quadruple the benefits. Now, how can they do this? Well, the, well, an insurance company that's offering a special needs plan is not just getting funding from, the, from Medicare or the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services. They're also getting funding from Medicaid. And so they're able to provide these rich benefits. And trust me, I've never had a person on a special needs plan complain. They do a fantastic job. And most states even have them. Even my state here in Utah has them, which isn't a tremendously big state. We, do, we work with people in Florida as well, and there's a ton of them there. just varies based on your state. But most states nowadays are going to have at least one, usually. Stay with me into segment three, where I'm going to talk to you more about Medicare, Medicaid, and everything that has to do with your retirement. Stay tuned. Hello, 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 and welcome back to segment three, our final segment. The final time I'm going to talk to you for another week. I know it kills me too. We're talking about Medicare. We're talking about Medicaid. My name is Christian Brindle, Everything Medicare Podcast. Folks, Medicaid is a tricky one. I'm not going to lie. Medicaid is a really, really tricky one because 
it's all based on your eligibility, and your eligibility is determined. It's a little different state by state, but for the most part, you know, you can't make too much money. You can't make too little money. It's based off of your assets, your net worth, and the only person that can really determine, the only place that can really determine your eligibility is the Social Security Department. They're the only ones. And nobody else. Because there's a lot of factors that come into play. Um, medic, but if you can, and, and then not only that, there's different levels of Medicaid. And the different levels of Medicaid are going to determine how, many, how much they'll do, how much they'll help you with. I have seen situations in the past where someone on Medi- I had a client on, years ago on Medicaid, one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. She was fantastic. And I love her. She actually ended up moving out of state, and I miss her. She moved to a state that we don't, we don't work in. But we, maybe someday soon we will. We just, we just started working in Idaho. So now we work in Utah, Idaho, and Florida, where we're working with people and helping people each and every day, every week, all year long. And that, that number might increase coming soon. Folks, basically what you're looking at with Medicaid is it's a lot of varying factors. But anyway, this client of mine that I just loved dearly, she had Medicaid, but she was on a very low level. Now, Medicaid would pay, was paying her Part B premium, but she had a premium for the Medicaid. I think it was like 140 150 bucks a month, um, and she, she didn't like it. But it would pay her Part B premium, the 134 She's not paying that. She's not paying co-pays, and it was actually paying her Medicare Advantage plan premiums completely, and it was a perfect fit. And so there are some unique situations. I don't think all the situations are going to be the same, but if you think you may or may, may qualify and you do have Medicaid, look into special needs plans. Make sure you have your plan looked at as good as possible, and a good agent will know how to work with Medicaid. In my opinion, my experience, only inexperienced Agents and agents that really don't do this full-time and they just do it on the side. It's a hobby for them, working with people on Medicare. Only agents like that don't know how to work with Medicaid properly. And you want to make sure you find a good one. I did a podcast about a week, last week about how to know if your agent is a hero or a zero. And if you're wondering, how do I know whether I'm working with a good agent or not, go listen to that podcast. It will really clear it up, and you'll be able to see the signs of good or bad all the way through. If you are on Medicare and Medicaid and you don't feel like you're getting the best use um, and you're not getting everything you think you are in, you know, qualified for and entitled in for, um, and you live in Utah, where our office is located, Florida, Idaho, where we also work with people. Call our office, and I'll be able to find out for you, or someone on our staff. Our mission is to make Medicare easy and less stressful. We're on a mission to change the world and make this stuff easy, as easy as it possibly can be, and narrow down the confusion and narrow down the situations where people don't know what they're on, they don't understand what they're on, or they're on something that's not right for them, and they don't even know it. And we just want people to understand this stuff, you know, kind of like 
how people understand car insurance nowadays. Most of people under, have a basic understanding. We want to be able to change the Medicare industry to make it like that. And you can help us with that by telling your friends about this podcast, sharing it on your favorite social media, and subscribing to our YouTube channels, following us on your favorite social medias as well, leaving us reviews on this podcast if you're listening to it on, on iTunes. I appreciate you listening each and every week to the Everything Medicare Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Brindle, and if you'd like to follow us on your favorite social media, look for us at Christian Brindle Insurance Services on Facebook, Christian Brindle Insurance. Brindle is B-R-I-N-D-L-E. Christian Brindle Insurance on Instagram. Christian Brindle without the E on Twitter, because I couldn't fit the E. Christian Brindle on YouTube, and watch some of our educational videos where I kind of break down different things you need to know about Medicare, and I will actually draw them out for you. And LinkedIn, Christian Brindle on LinkedIn. I'm on all the major social medias. We are on all the major social medias because we want to stay connected with you folks. I appreciate you listening, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a fantastic 4th of July week. Watch some fireworks, enjoy yourself, and I will talk to you before you know it. Thank you.